This is Valley Watch on Arizona's news station, KTAR News 92.3 FM. Hello and welcome to Valley Watch, a show that covers all of your public safety information, needs, and anything relevant in your community. My name is Rob McDade. I'm a captain with the Phoenix Fire Department, and we are here because of Bonneville Broadcasting, and they are amazing partners with us. They want to make sure we get out public safety messaging. So we are in the KTR studios in central, north central Phoenix, right? Undisclosed location, but <laughs> let's just say this yes. used to be north Phoenix. I grew up a long time ago here in this valley. But uh, yeah, we are in a beautiful part of Phoenix. I love this. See the mountains out the window. But uh, that other voice you hear that said yes is my partner in crime, Allie Pardee. She is our, well, she holds a lot of titles, public information specialist, director of communications, but anything you see that is uh, associated with public affairs or communications, Allie Pardee plays a part in that with the Phoenix Fire Department. Allie, how are you? I'm wonderful. Thank you for that extensive introduction. I tried. I was just it was uh, word salad after a while, but you do you you do. Hold I wear very a lot many. of hats. You do, and that's good. So if you, this is a good segue. If you ever folks look at the Phoenix Fire Department's social media footprint, and I hope you do, with Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Um, the person to my right is responsible pretty much for all the content that goes up there. Uh, and if she doesn't post it, she makes sure that it looks pretty and it is grammatically correct. So, Allie, yes. here we are. We have a lot to cover. It's been a busy week. Um, the heat is here. Absolutely. And you and I were, yes. And you and I, and not only is the heat here, um, this week signifies the beginning of what we all hope are storms that bring us plenty of rain, mm-hmm. but not a lot of wind. Or and, dust. And dust or Which is inevitable, but I guess the wind creates the blowing dust. So they do. We want moisture, not wind. Yes. <laughs> so uh, maybe you can catch up <laughs> our listeners to what was that meeting we were on and how does the city of Phoenix play a bigger role? And as we all know, with the monsoons comes, unfortunately, some destruction, down power lines, trees, Absolutely. flooding and wind. So why were we, what was that meeting about today? You know, it's just it's interesting to look at it from my perspective as a new city employee, as a civilian, all those things that you don't ever realize what goes into just a season, you know, monsoon season in itself. And this morning we joined the Office of Emergency Management, which is a branch of the Phoenix Fire Department. But I mean, I think there were probably 20 screens and faces on that call, at least 20 people from, you know, the police department, the communications office, you know, the streets department, parks department, everybody getting together on Wednesday, June 15th, talking about today is the official start of monsoon season. And with that, it doesn't mean that storms are going to happen today or tomorrow, but it means they're coming and moisture is going to be in the air. And with that, moisture is going to create those destructive storms that uproot crazy big trees in our parks and flop over onto the streets and then create downed power lines. And that's a big public safety hazard. And we have to, you know, be ready to deploy the storm response models and what goes along with that communication. And that's where, you know, folks like myself, whether it be creating content for social media so people know, hey, the the storms are coming or here's where you go get sandbags or here's how you make a sandbag or here's how you get monsoon ready. So, 
it was pretty extensive. And, you know, the folks at the National Weather Service were kind enough to kind of talk about what we should be expecting. And as always, you know, we're hoping for lots of lots of rain. And, you know, we've got those crazy big fires burning up north. And with monsoon season, unfortunately, also comes brush fire season because you also have that lightning strikes as well. I think what uh, my takeaway from the meeting and a really good summation of really all the uh, partners that play a part in this, right? So uh, as a member of the fire department now, I'm entering my third decade. I'm very fortunate enough, 21 years now, that I am. I, I look at it from a different perspective, what I've learned. For the fire department, we just can't be an organization that sits at the ready and the lights come on and then we respond to the call. Mm-hmm. We mitigate the emergency and we go back home. In today's world, we have instant communication. Everybody has the entire world at their fingertips in their hand. And so I think what we've now learned is to help those that we serve, because we serve the community. We are public servants when we work for the city of Phoenix. Mm -hmm. That not only are we going to say, if if there is an emergency, if there is a a lightning strike on your home and it starts a fire, if there is flooding, we're on our way and we're going to help you. But I think more than ever, people get on their phones and they share information. People mm-hmm. want and crave information of what's going on. How long is this storm going to last? Uh, my my grandmother lives in this area and I can't get a hold of her. Mm-hmm. Is there any destruction? So they get on their phones and they look on Twitter and they look on Instagram. They yeah. look on news feeds. And so I think for me, I think that's a point of pride for us that we had a huddle today and we talked about are we ready to put out all that pertinent information? PD is going to tell you what roads are closed. Mm-hmm. Um, the streets is going to tell you other power lines down. And then the fire department is going to tell you um, if you're uh, having a delay in a response, it's because we're in the storm model right now and we're in that storm deployment. So we're busy and yeah. we have a lot of calls. So hang in there. We're going to be there. Mm-hmm. And I think that's comforting to folks to know, okay, I'm not alone. Yeah. It's crazy in my neighborhood and I can hear sirens. And my neighbor uh, just had a, a, a tree fall into their house and they're concerned. Where's the fire department? We're on our way. So I think for us, we've learned to be not only proactive, but very proactive in the mm-hmm. communication dissemination. Yeah, absolutely. It's funny that you say the word proactive, because as soon as you were talking about that, I was just thinking in my head that since joining the fire department, I mean, I already knew this, but it just has been very much so bold, italicized, and underlined the fact that the Phoenix Fire Department in the city of Phoenix is so proactive and not reactive. And so when it comes to summer safety, monsoon preparedness, readiness, Office of Emergency Management, the worst case scenario has been thrown up on a wall. And then everybody in the city of Phoenix in a planning you know, position looks at that and says, okay, how do we not let that happen? And how are we going to communicate it to the community so they can, you know, try to avoid catastrophe when it comes to monsoon season? And so, you know, it's all about, you know, trying to have that ready, set, go plan if it's a brush fire or if it's, you know, we're expecting lots of rain. Here's how and where you can pick up sand to make a sandbag to try and block out any flooding in your home and stuff like that. So a good segue right there. So sand. So some folks might be listening to this saying, what are you talking about? When when it rains a lot in my neighborhood, it flows the correct way. It goes down the drain and there's no problem. But we have antiquated areas, yeah. old historic areas and just places that when you look back at how they built it, they built it in a floodplain or they did something wrong. So you might be listening to this saying, I've been through a decade of monsoons and never a problem. But we might have listeners that say, nope, every time there's two there's inches of rain, flooding. you never know. it's coming in yeah. my front door mm-hmm. and I need sandbags to yeah. stop that. So people can get sand. So we've gone through a lot of different ways to 
help our citizens. And what the city of Phoenix looked at was the best and most effective way is to have large containers, basically Dumpster, dumpsters yeah. filled with sand that you can come and get, but you need to bring your own bags and you need to bring a shovel. How do they do that? Basically, you can go on the City of Phoenix's website. It's all through the Parks Department. There'll be different locations for pickup. But at this juncture, I don't think there's an actual date set because there's no major storms really you know, forecasted yet. But we talked about it this morning on that meeting and how important it is for folks to really understand that you need to bring means to collect your sand. So that means, you know, call your grandma who is 65, 70, 80 years old and make sure that she doesn't try to go to the park and bring her or pack her own sand home. You know, she needs a bag. She needs a shovel. She needs someone young and fit that can go shovel yes. sand in 100 degree weather. So then it's ready sitting in her garage when there does come a big storm. Right. So I can remember early in my career on the fire department when I was working at a station, Station 31, which is basically 56th Street and Thunderburn. And we were one of the collection points for sand, we were busy running calls, and then we saw people out on our sand pile where we had stacks of bags, and we put some shovels out there, and then when we'd see people that were having trouble loading them, they were pounding on our door, and of course, firefighters, their nature is we got to help. Mm-hmm. Well, the tones were going off, or trying yeah. to fill bags, and we realized that's just not... Uh, Sustainable. Just, no, no, it's not. So, if you want to go to phoenix.gov slash emergency... Right, phoenix.gov slash emergency. That's the Office of Emergency Management's uh, main website, but all the links are there. So, I mean, you have everything from protecting your home to specific locations about, you know, uh, sand pickups. And then on top of that, you know, there's links to COVID-19 resources, you know. So it's, it's really expansive. And again, it goes to show you all the readiness and preparedness that goes into anything with the city of Phoenix, not just monsoon season. Yes. So when we look at that uh, for monsoons, for for I'm sure most people agree. My sentiment is I love the storms, Absolutely. right? Because it's so do. different. Where I mean, what is it? 323 days of the year, it's bright sun, not a cloud in the sky. And then when we get that opportunity to get these dark, ominous clouds that come in, cool off the air, dump all that rain, mm-hmm. our trees look better in our yard, and you know the roofs get washed off and all that. But with that also comes as from a firefighter perspective, is we go into what's called emergency storm deployment. So if you look at a fire station, there might be a ladder truck, an engine, a ladder tender, which is a smaller version of the ladder that has a lot of the tools, but it's but does not have the aerial ladder. Mm-hmm. So at the Phoenix Fire Department, we already know we're going to have, I've worked on very busy monsoon days, and it's lightning strike, it's flooding, it's power lines, it's car accidents. Mm-hmm. So what the Phoenix Fire Department does is declares over the speakers to all the firehouses, we are now in emergency storm deployment. So you'll take a ladder truck, split those crews in half, put half of them on the LT, the ladder tender, and half on the ladder truck. And then we'll, if we need to, we can even split up the engine if we've got a brush truck there for EMS. Mm-hmm. So our proactivity is making sure that we have enough units. So our alarm room is amazing. We've done Mm -hmm. stories on them. We've had their folks here. But it's one of those where the tones just are nonstop going. Oh, yeah. And we prepare for this. So during this monsoon season, the Phoenix Fire Department's coming. Mm -hmm. Streets is coming. Police Department's coming. But we, for me, I just want to really, you know, put down the point that we're prepared. We're ready. We've done this before. 
but at the same time, there are some tips to keep yourself safe. And we've got a little bit of time left here. But Absolutely. talk about that, those tips, and they talk about, mm-hmm. you know, as a newscaster, about Absolutely. the turnaround, don't drown, yeah. and all of that. And Well, no, and I was just, like, thinking how you were talking about how the department is so ready in that response model to deploy its resources to help with the picked-up trees and all that type of stuff. But what can we do as community members to try and not put ourselves in harm's way to add another 911 call and try to avoid danger in, in, in its totality? So so, you know, like you said, turn around, don't drown. If it's a dust storm or you see a dust storm forecasted, don't leave the house. And if you do, turn, pull to the side and avoid any type of, you know, collision. Leave the or turn your lights off so people don't follow those lights. All those types of things. And so, you know, a lot of it is it's scary. And it's and it's and I've been in stuck out in storms as a news reporter. And so, you know, stick to KTAR. Turn on, you know, notifications for when Phoenix, charge your phones. I always tell my yeah. kids when I see a big storm coming, we might not be able to charge it. Start charging now, even if yeah, you're at 50. Absolutely. We might be with no power for Get an hour. Get a flashlight. Those those easy little tips and tricks. Well, as I thought it would be, this uh, went very quick. Time flies when you're having fun. It does. So again, phoenix.gov backslash emergency. Let's have a safe and exciting monsoon season, but let's absolutely. make sure we're prepared. Allie, thank you. Thank you. And thank you for joining us on Valley Watch, and thank you to KTAR and Bonneville Broadcasting, giving you all of your public safety information needs. Have a great day, and uh, we'll see you, uh, well, we won't see you, but be here next week.